Yo, what is good, NYU? Welcome back. You are listening to Silence Behind the Violets, podcast episode number eight. Kai, talk to us. We are here with Bella Brozvic and David Basin from NYU's swimming teams. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks Thank for you. having us. For sure. So uh, I was just looking up at like the roster and stuff. Just I, I always start with hometown for everybody, no matter what guest. And sometimes it gets brought up in podcasts. Sometimes it doesn't. Need to know. I mean, <laughs> David, where you're from, Deerfield, Illinois. Yeah. It's a suburb of Chicago. Uh-huh. It's like North Shore near Lake Michigan. I mean, I don't know if, if you've ever, like, you would probably never hear of it, but, you know, I basically just say Chicago usually when people ask me. Yeah. yeah. And so what's life like in Deerfield? Um, it's a lot quieter than here for sure. Like, uh-huh. it's a suburb, but it's like a small ass suburb. So, oh, can I swear? Or is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's small. I mean, it's. It's kind of nice, but it's definitely like a very different environment. That's kind of why I came here to see a mm. different type of lifestyle for sure. How much time would you typically like spend in Chicago growing up? Not much, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, I figure. Yeah, I just was in the suburb. Like occasionally with my parents, I would go to like a show there or something like that. My grandma lives like in like not in downtown, but in the northern part. So whenever I visited her, you know, I would be there. But for the most part, I just stayed in Deerfield, I would say, and the surrounding suburbs. Mm. Yeah. And Bella for you, Brentwood, Tennessee. So, did you only live in Deerfield? Yeah. Okay, well, I have grown up everywhere, basically. Um, I spent the majority of my childhood in Houston. And then for high school, we moved to right outside of Nashville, so Brentwood. Mm. Um, And that was really fun. It was a very different experience. Um, It was just, I don't know, a suburb outside of Nashville, but Nashville was always really fun to go down to. Um, still is, and now we actually live in right outside of Salt Lake City. Oh, so oh, wow. literally all hmm. over the place, yeah. um, very different places from each other. Um, so I think that moving around a lot is kind of why I wanted to come here because hmm. I was like, well, I've done everywhere in the United States basically, <laughs> so right, might as right. well come to the giant city. Mm-hmm. This is something that Kai has asked on previous episodes before, you know, following graduation. Like, is New York a place that mm-hmm. you'd like to stay or? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I want to be in the city for sure for at least like the first part of my life. I mean, it kind of depends what opportunities come up, but I would say I've had so much fun in New York City. So like, yeah, if possible, I would definitely want to stay here. I kind of have to with what I want to (laughs) do. And I also want to. Um, I'm going into like fashion, digital marketing. Mm. So like that's really only here and like maybe L.A., but you're not doing that in the Midwest. So (laughs) right, right, right. No, that's cool because like, I went to school here, not at NYU, but the whole point of me coming to college here, I was like, I want to live in New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously there's the two different sides. With NYU, it's a little different. I went to a tiny little school. So NYU, there's the draw of, of the academics and the programs it offers, but that's cool to hear. It always uh, always makes me happy to hear that people want to stick around yeah. um, and don't get you know completely burnt out on it. Yeah. So, um, But kind of talking about your swimming journey, of course, you're here for another reason too on the swimming teams. At what point did you know you could compete in college? Like, was there a certain race, a certain, you know, event that that happened? Um, well, I started swimming very, very young at the age of, like, five or six in Texas. And I don't know if y'all have heard about Texas sports, but they are on crack. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so it was, yeah. I guess it was always kind of instilled in me that, like, you, f- you go through college. You, like, continue mm. the sport through college. You don't quit. Um, but then growing, like, going to high school, kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. I started researching programs, which obviously led me to NYU. Um, But yeah, it's like once you start getting those certain cuts um, is when coaches start to notice you. And 
then you get emails. <laughs> yeah, I, I would not say I had the same experience. I mean, I definitely started young too, but for me, I was just always swimming because like it was really fun socially. And then I was starting to get good like when I was young because I was always like tall. So I just had that advantage yeah. before like <laughs> we all like actually got muscle and technique and stuff like that. Um, but I would say in high school, as Bella said, I also started realizing like, okay, like there might be mm. um, more to it than just like swimming now. Like maybe I want to do it in college. I would say like sophomore year, I was like pretty good in my state, like compared to a lot of the other mm. people in my grade and the grade like below me. So yeah, I realized like, yeah, this is actually an option for me. Yeah. Before that, I honestly didn't even like think about it. I just kind of swam cause it was fun and mm. I was doing well. So, yeah. That's so nice for you. I know. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I did like not have that in Texas. <laughs> I'm, actually <laughs> I'm actually interested. I'm actually interested in you because, of course, yeah, you're, you're tall. You're yeah. tall, man. Um, yeah. Does that give you an advantage? Like, literally, the fact that you have a longer reach to just reach out to the touchpad yeah. for people. Is that an advantage? Yeah, d it's mm. definitely an advantage. Um, I always, like, I think it's a very obvious one. And then there's obviously, like, non clear ones like some people are like more flexible than me mm. some people some people <laughs> yeah a lot of people <laughs> so you know like when when they see me like uh, probably there's some intimidation there mm. because you would expect me to be like insanely fast but you know there's other people that are sneaky fast for different reasons and everyone has their own like advantage and mm. disadvantage but for me yeah the height the reach yep. like the power that I might get from my legs like those mm. are definitely huge advantages for sure yeah as a, a short person, I want to bring up that height for a second. <laughs> Please. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so watching David, you can, like, or, like, other p tall people on our team, they physically, like, enter the water from a dive further out. Mm, yeah. They're able to, like, um, turn further out from the wall, so they're able to turn faster. And I'm Facts. just, like, sometimes I'll see them, and I'm, like, that's so great for you. <laughs> must be nice. If only. <laughs> yeah. It is nice. Right. Right. Well, a lot of coaches, <laughs> a lot of student athletes on their questionnaires, and then a lot of coaches on the roster be like padding the heights of yes. some of their student athletes. I don't think there's any pad. So no. you're listed at 6'8". Yeah, on six, him? Eight. No. Yeah, yeah. No, it's <laughs> funny. I actually got listed as 6'7 last year, despite. So I was 6'7 freshman year, and I grew a little bit. Mm. <laughs> oh, they listed yeah. me at 6'7, even though I told them to change it to 6'8. So I was a little pissed. I'm not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> But yeah, uh, in high school though, my volleyball coach did that all the time because I played volleyball as well. And yeah. even when I was like six five or six six, he put six eight. Like when I was a junior and a senior, for no reason, but obviously probably to intimidate other hundred you know, percent. That's definitely a guy thing because I feel like girls don't. Yeah, don't for pat our no, <laughs> girls don't need to no. seem taller. For sure. Yeah. So you guys each spoke about a little, like just a little bit about the city. You're starting to talk about like how you knew you could compete at this level but like to delve a little bit deeper what drew you to nyu in particular you want to start? yeah i can go okay. um so my top two schools when i was in the recruiting process were smu and nyu which is obviously smu is obviously a d1 school mm -hmm. back down in dallas um and i think what finally like made me realize i wanted to ed to nyu was one, when I w came on our recruiting visit, it was, I felt like I was home. <laughs> that sounds so cliche, oh my God. Um, but I felt really welcomed by the, by the team. Um, and Trevor obviously is a giant teddy bear, so he was super, super um, informative and everything during the process. And then, I mean, you can't, you can't beat the opportunities here. Mm. You can't. Um, I also didn't know if I wanted to go back down to the South, but that's a different story. <laughs> Yeah, um, I would say the same thing about the visit for me. Like, 
I actually did a spring visit because I did regular decision. And uh, coming in, I was kind of nervous because, like, my personality is kind of, like, jokey and probably immature. And I thought, like, <laughs> in college I was going to have to, like, grow up a little bit. But uh, the people that I went on a visit with, shout out to Mac, Davis, Josh, and Peyton. Oh, um, they were, like, exactly <laughs> like me but two years older. And I was like, oh, wow, like, the culture of this team is going to be perfect for mm. me. So I loved it. And then, um, you know, obviously it has good academics too. Like the math program, both undergrad and grad were really good. So it was just like the perfect choice. And honestly, uh, I was at that point a little burnt out from swimming, but uh, I didn't know if I was gonna swim, but it seemed like the perfect balance. Like uh, not even the fact that it was D3, but just like uh, what those kids said about the team, like how academics are really valued here and uh, it is a good math program. It's a good uh, comp sci program. So, you know, I, I really liked uh, like all of those things combined, the culture, the academics, you know, but still like I ended up, you know, finding passion in swimming again coming here. So it was awesome. Mm, I completely yeah. agree with that. I was very burnt out yeah. in like senior year of high school because I've been doing it for so long. Yeah, facts. But I really, really valued the balance that they put here on academics and athletics, whereas like some other schools, you're there for athletics, you're not really there for the academic right. part. Yeah, if we went D1, uh, I mean, and some pe for some people this is like a great thing, but mm -hmm. like if we went D1, I feel like we'd just be like in the pool all the time. Our future would be the pool. We are like, in the pool all the time, David. <laughs> that's true, but. Uh, you but know it would really I mean, feel like, like a job. Yeah, like for real. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Academics would come second, even mm -hmm. though people probably wouldn't like to admit that. Yeah. Um, but sure. here, I think it's actually a much better balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, once you got here, both of you, was there, did you have a welcome to college moment? As <laughs> in, like, a senior on the team just absolutely smoked you in a in a race or something or like you there was a moment where you were just like whoa I'm here this is a different level this is this is something not necessarily smoked me but during <laughs> no not in that way but <laughs> um it was during captain's practices freshman year and I don't know if you guys know who Honor Collins is but she holds like all the records the lore on the team. I know the lore oh yes yes <laughs> um and it was a captain's practice, and I obviously knew who she was. And she was trying to go behind me. And I was like, Honor, that's your name all over the record board, right? And she was like, Pella, Bella, go, go. <laughs> and I was like, OK, if Honor tells me to go, I guess I have to go. <laughs> yeah. And from then on out, anything she told me to do, I did. <laughs> yeah, I kind of forgot about her like oh, until you said that. You, but you were in her group, though. That's true, that's true. Yeah, she was yeah. in my lane. Sometimes she swam with Sprint. Um, and usually she went in front of me she was hella fast it was yeah, insane it to was watch her do amazing her to just watch on her yeah exactly yeah. um i would say mine was uh, as i said i came from a small town so i felt like at that point i was kind of the star of my team as funny as that sounds but then when i got here everyone was most people were faster than me but you know even like i was as fast as like the low end of the team so it was a completely different environment for me like I had to adjust to not being like on the A relays anymore. And like, um, not that I was not working in high school, but I had to like work really hard just to like, you know, try to get towards the top. Yeah. So it was, it was a very different like attitude that I had to take on of, I was like more of a leader in high school and now I'm just like one of everyone. Um, but it was really good for me, I think, because uh, competing with like teammates at practice is like really invaluable for you know improvement and that's not something I really had um, 
especially towards the tail end of my high school and club career. So it was a great environment change. Our following question is probably a little bit less like on the athlete side of the student athlete um, yeah. experience, but I'll preface this by saying um, there's somebody that we work with. Her name is Lauren. She used to run the show here in 404, but she's going to be over in the new building when that opens. And she was like, bro, you might as well just rename the Welcome to New York City moment like any wild subway stories. Because typically, <laughs> like, your Welcome always, to New York City moment yeah. happens on the subway. But either way, we'll leave it open-ended. I suppose, Bella, we'll start with you. Um, do you have, like, a Welcome to New York City moment or and or anything that happened in the subway? I do, and it's going to be very embarrassing for me <laughs> to share this story. Um, David knows what it is. <laughs> um, so it was... It's, it's a welcome to New York story. Um, so it was basically like the second day of being here. And as I said, I came from the suburbs, have never had to navigate a city before in my life. Um, and my parents and my uncle and my little sister were waiting in Union Square for me. Um, and they were like, Bella, it's like a couple of blocks, you find it, like we're not gonna come help you find it. <laughs> um, so I went the wrong way twice. Um, had a full mental breakdown in the street. I was like, I cannot make it here. This is yeah. not going to be good. <laughs> a week later, I was fine, but I showed up to Union Square in tears, <laughs> and it was very embarrassing. Right. It was literally from Founders. Like, we're not even talking like Britney. We're talking Founders, like three blocks, yeah, and I literally. couldn't figure it out. <laughs> um, so 17 years old, just red in the face. Yeah, <laughs> it was embarrassing. That's tough. That's brutal. Yeah, uh, it was. <laughs> I go to Tandon, so I was on the subway a lot. And the mm. funny thing is, uh, I saw this question, but I, I feel like there's so many experiences that, like, I just got used to it because I was like always on the subway, especially freshman year. Um, I remember this one time. This is like really random and specific, but one time I was uh, going on the subway with two other Tandon freshmen, and we were going back to Brooklyn, uh, and like we saw that everyone was like backing away from this like one subway car. So them two went in like, if you imagine like I'm here, they went here into a different subway car, but I went here just to another door to the same one. And I go in and immediately see what the problem is. There's like, like throw up everywhere. This woman, <laughs> so was like, yeah, she was like, she had her pants off. So like, I don't know if she was about to like take a dump too. And she, she was just like yelling at everyone. And when someone offered her help, she was like, you like, mind your own business essentially like yeah. uh, in an appropriate in, in a more inappropriate way uh, -huh. uh and then she like got a needle out at some point i was just sitting and i was a you freshman you took this all in you <laughs> yeah, stayed I was, and witnessed i i just like kind of i was looking over sometimes but i tried to just like look down at the ground the entire subway ride home because i didn't want her like yelling at me too i didn't want to be like intimidated so the entire car tough. got out and went to a different one but you no, were like you know it's fine no the entire like half of it <laughs> the that's why i went to a different part of it because we just kind of like it, the doors opened and I saw like that there was no one there and like my reaction was just go to another door rather than go to another car I don't know why the other two were Aaron and Anna by the way so oh, they yeah, they went to the other one and then like they came out like laughing and I was like guys like you don't understand what just happened in the car David that that's the like, same energy as like dying first in a horror movie yeah <laughs> like, that's true it was dumb I, I was dumb for that and I could have switched cars but I didn't I don't know I was just kind of stuck there but like I don't regret it now because it's kind of hilarious to think back on but there's honestly like there's so many like subway moments that I probably can't even remember right now. <laughs> They're just so like brutal, and I'm just like whatever. It's Anna New had York. some crazy ones too. Yeah, facts. Didn't be yeah. our next guest. 
Oh yeah, that well, would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> she's not. Well, yeah. Anymore. yeah. <laughs> um, you could ask her though, yeah. <laughs> like off record or well, something. Well, that's what you leave Deerfield, Illinois, for. Yep. I mean, there's nothing like New York City in that sense. Definitely yeah. not. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, on a more lighter note, I guess, uh, or it could be, but competing for Coach Trevor, you mentioned that he's a teddy bear. That's definitely not the impression that Kyle and I um, <laughs> get as coworkers of his. Um, I mean, Trevor's great. It's, it's clear that he runs a, a fantastic program. Um, seems like a, a pretty tight ship from the outside looking in, but just talk about competing for him, the fact that he's an alum um, of the program and, and kind of what all that means and what he brings to the table. Um, I love Trevor. <laughs> he can be very blunt and very brutal, but once you kind of like, I don't know, get on his good side, I guess, you kind of like break down that little barrier. He is one of the funniest people you ever meet. <laughs> but I don't think he tries to be funny in like an intentional way, he just is. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I can, I can see what you guys are saying. He's extremely blunt and if, yeah. yeah. I think like you go through certain phases with Trevor. Like I came in like kind of scared of him cause you know, he's this big guy. Um, Wait. And obviously, you're tall. I know, I know, but like, <laughs> it's my freshman year. Like, like, what am I supposed to do? I thought, obviously, I'm taller than him, but he's like the head coach. He's someone that I want to impress. Someone that I wanted, like, for me, you know, to look good in front of him. And uh, I was even uh, texting him. Like, when he would text me, I would respond back with like, "Thanks, coach," stuff like that. And then this upperclassman <laughs> was just like, "Just call him Trevor. What are you doing, dude?" And I was like, "Wait, really?" He's like, "Okay with that? Okay." Um, but yeah, like the more, the more I, like time I had with him, the more, like, as Bella said, he got like just very mm -hmm. silly. Like once you kind of break through, yeah, he's funny and, um, it's kind of nice to just be able to talk to him. Like once you get past that scared point, cause okay. Yeah. I'm obviously bigger than him, but some of the <laughs> freshmen aren't and they probably yeah. felt the same way coming in. But yeah, now like honestly, like sometimes we just like text random stuff about like basketball. Or whatever. He loves yeah. to send the most yeah, random. Yeah, he sends like random tweets. That's fun. Some of the random things. That you he will say something to him in passing, and four <laughs> days later, you'll get an article about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, that's super funny. Um, I love that. But yeah, it's always funny seeing the freshmen coming in every year because they're all terrified of him. And uh, we were all like that. Yeah. Sure. Um, and we try to convince them that he's not scary. Like he just seems scary, but he isn't. Um, and then eventually they start, they start to open up and figure that out. But mm -hmm. yeah. Trevor's great. Not everyone. But Not everyone. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you recall any freshman stories where they were, like, super scared? And you just, like, it's legitimately laughable now of, like, the extent to which they were and, like, the situation that happened. I think we were all scared to just walk into his office and, like, ask him something. Right. And yeah. now I'm, like, if a freshman or an underclassman will say that, I'm, like, just walk in. Yeah. He's sitting there in the dark. <laughs> like, just go ask him. He loves his dark office. He complains <laughs> about the lights all the time. And we're like, why are you sitting there in the dark? It's creepy. And he's like, the lights are too bright. Yeah. <laughs> One of his little quirks. <laughs> yeah, it's a little gloomy in there. <laughs> for sure. Um, you guys travel a lot, as mm -hmm. pretty much all NYU student-athlete does. Um, do you have any travel stories for us? Any, any fun ones from whether it was a, a bus ride, a plane ride, anything like that? Um... <laughs> so back to Trevor. Um, <laughs> we get to an airport, and he makes sure all of us get through, like, security. security, everything. But then you will never see that man until you get on the flight. He will leave you in the dust so fast. Last year at UAA's in Atlanta, um, we're going to Emory University, 
I don't know if you've ever been to the Atlanta airport. It is weird. They have that, like, tram shuttle thing. Yeah, none of us knew that. But he got on it right away, left us all in the dust trying to figure (laughs) it out. Um, And then we just saw him at baggage claim, and he was acting like nothing happened. Like, he didn't leave his entire team, like, trying to figure out the the airport by ourselves. Um, Yeah. He also, we also get there, like, so early. He's, like, you know, your stereotypical airport dad. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. three hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Trevor, I wasn't even going to mention this, but actually you bring up a good point. Trevor at the airport is funny when something goes wrong, which is honestly more often <laughs> every than time. not. Every mm-hmm. time. Something he goes gets, wrong every time. Yeah. It could be even like a small thing. He would get so pissed. <laughs> Sorry to call you out, Trevor. but it was. No, I Trevor think Mad so is the funniest thing you will ever see. <laughs> what does it look yeah. like when Trevor's like He, he just like, he talks under his breath a lot. Yeah. And it's like every cuss word <laughs> under the sun. It was yeah. like the most like horrible things you can think you can say. But it's so funny because he doesn't let that slip often. And then when it does... All of us are laughing. Like, we can't be, like, mad with him because we're just laughing. Yeah. 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 And, and then he just starts getting mad at other, like, irrational things because he's already <laughs> in that, like, mood. And we're just like, oh, yeah. yeah. So a bag is so overweight by four pounds, and then he's pissed yeah. at his shoes untied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But, yeah, like, this most recent time, for some reason, we had to, like, print all the tickets at that once or something like that rather than, like we couldn't go to the individual booths to print our tickets and he was like sending everyone he was like you guys go over there da- david go tell them to g- come here <laughs> tell them to come here and i told them and they didn't come here and he was like this is unbelievable oh my god <laughs> all of our names were spelled wrong oh as that well. too they were yeah. spelled wrong but they were like yeah. half of my middle name was attached to my first name and i'm like yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. A, a name yeah but yeah so that was a whole whole mess yeah it was one, of, one of our teammates didn't have a ticket oh, and why yeah. you didn't get him a ticket and the flight was booked to florida yeah yeah that's a i don't know how we got yeah. on, i don't know how Jane no got yeah on that I, we, I think we legitimately thought that he was just gonna have to figure out something else because i thought he was gonna have, have to be put on a later flight yeah. and then he was or on just our like flight cut from the team fine, and like that was just being told sorry um speaking of florida of course you know you guys go on a train trip there every year mm-hmm. um and that, that's unique for swimming at, as far as i know is like doing a, a big involved trip like that strictly to train um so i'm just curious like take us inside that a little bit what goes into that what you're specifically focusing on during that mm-hmm. time and i mean i'm sure part of it is also just like team bonding and having some yeah. fun you know in the sun together yeah yeah so we go on a training trip to florida during j term and we got to do it freshman year and then sophomore year obviously covid and then last year it got canceled two days before we were supposed to go. That was horrible. That was unfortunate, um, yeah. But training trip is basically where, so like you said, we go there just to train, whereas I think on a lot of other sports, we'll go down on a training trip and do a bunch of games or meets. Um, so training trip is basically eight days straight of death, but it's fun because you're in the sun <laughs> and you're not here. <laughs> um, so we train short course yards here mostly, but then when we go down to Florida, we're able to train long course meters, um, which helps us build that aerobic capacity a little bit more, I think. Um, and J-Term in itself is just straight training to try and build up um, going into competition season. or Yeah, competition yeah. season. Championship. Yeah, championships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's fun. We get to stay in these cute little villas um, right on a right on a private beach. It's yeah, semi-private. Yeah. Um, and it's fun because we're just there with our teammates. It's warm. Yeah. That is the best part of it. <laughs> we yeah. get back here and it's graying and cold. Yeah, it sucks. Um, 
um yeah going off of that i mean you described it perfectly basically like it's the hardest training Mm. that we ever do yeah but i think the point is that we do that and the compensation is that oh it's warm and we get we get to kind of chill on Mm. the private beach or like in our villas so yeah it's like it's almost like he's trying to like you know make us happy you know when we're training so that we're not fully miserable by the fact that we're just doing doubles literally every day Mm -hmm. besides for one so yeah um i had a really good time this year my freshman year i was still like adjusting to it so Mm. it was tough but this year i came into it knowing it was going to be tough Mm -hmm. and uh, i think i got a lot more out of it and you know as bella said we have these villas and that's a lot more fun too because a lot of us, especially the upperclassmen, like we're already rooming with like swimmers, but mm-hmm. um, in the villas we're rooming with people, I guess, around our alphabetic last yeah. name. Uh, yeah. So it's just it's just like mm-hmm. random roommates basically, yeah. and you become friends with uh, not like we're all really close closer. anyways, yeah. but closer, like yeah. uh, you you become even closer with like these specific roommates, and we're cooking every meal together, um, you know whether it's like watching tv or chilling on the beach together mm-hmm. or just like chilling at the table um maybe playing a little poker <laughs> <laughs> allegedly yeah. <laughs> yeah so stuff like that uh it's nice too during j term that we don't have to do anything but train yeah so um that's especially good at training trip where yeah. it's warm like you can go outside and toss a football if you want because mm-hmm. you have nothing else to do mm-hmm. if you're not too tired because like there are times when i'm just trying to nap <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 we had men's basketball on last week and they were saying that during this past j term where like they wake up they you know watch film they go practice play whatever he was like i felt like a professional basketball player mm-hmm. you know where like exactly that's your, like, your mm-hmm. only focus yeah you're just doing it's a pretty good deal that. yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. definitely I wanted to talk about like just the feeling of whether it's setting a program record, right? Like you're named an All-American, like like you you touch the wall, like you look up, and like boom, like that number is there, that time is there. Like, what's that feeling like for you both? It's a really, really great feeling because like you're not always gonna drop in your best event. So when you get even that like couple tenth drop, mm-hmm. it's the best feeling. Like. At our mid-season meet, I dropped in my hunter fly, which is my best event. Yes, sir. And <laughs> <laughs> and I like kept looking at the clock. I was like, wait, did I read that right? Like that says what it says. And it's like sometimes you just don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's the best feeling. Or when your relay does like extremely well, relays are the best. I would swim a relay over an individual event every day. Yeah, same here. Uh, last year, like the focus for me was um a relay that i was on like 200 freestyle relay that was a good relay yeah and like all four of us were in sprint we were just training like relay starts and like um the turns and just like yeah we were training 50 free like basically every day at some point leading up to conference and then we didn't get uh well the time that we wanted at conference so then we swam in again at nyu invite which is like a last chance meet a week later Mm -hmm. and like when we hit the time that we wanted we were so happy. It was so crazy. I was already pumped up from like so much caffeine, so I was like jumping up and down anyways. <laughs> and then when like I saw the clock, I was like, "Holy shit, that was crazy!" Right. Way better in my. I mean, yeah, you said it. Way better mm-hmm. than an individual event for me when like you get four people and you go really mm-hmm. fast time and you all get to enjoy that together. Yeah. And then with our coach too, it was so awesome. And like. Yeah, that's the, that's the part I look forward to the most every time. I'm going to hype up that tuner free relay a little bit more. So at UAA's, they were swimming, obviously, they had competition with them 
in every other lane. They were able to get that time at NYU Invite with no one else swimming in the yeah, It was facts. pure, pure adrenaline wow. and energy. Wow. And it was, as someone who was watching it, it was so fun to watch yeah. because we knew what time they were going for to qualify for NCs, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and when they got it, it was insane. Yeah. And we wanted to get the record. Um, oh, was it the record they, too? Well, because they got the record in midseason. We were trying to get it again. Oh, that yeah, was with? With Lawrence. Well. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's so um, yeah, so that was, yeah, that was great. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Well, I was going to ask yeah. about relays actually a little later oh, okay. on because um, the meet against LIU was actually the first one meet that I was able to come to. Um, and even beforehand, like everyone else working the meet was like, just, just wait for the relays. Like it's so hype. There's yeah. so much energy. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and then sure enough, you know, there's not only from the, you know, the, the people competing, but the whole team just like comes together around around the relays. So, yeah. I mean, you answered it a bit, but is it just the fact that like there's more teammates to support kind of coming together? Um, like, has that always been the most fun events throughout swimming? Mm -hmm. I'd say like even since I was like six years old, mm. relays are yeah. the most fun because yeah. you're doing it with your teammate. It's not all on you, mm -hmm. um, and you have that energy from other people as well. Yeah, um, I will say that meet against LIU, we were dead tired. <laughs> we were exhausted. There was like it was supposed to be a dual meet with Stevens, and then right, yeah, that yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. And then yeah. somehow right. Trevor found a random team for it to come yeah. swim yeah. against us. Yeah. Um, you mentioned like just like tenths of a second before though. Like like, do you know mm. when you're in it? Like, yo, I have a chance. Like, I might have just PR'd, or is no. it truly? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Truly, you just um, like, yo, I just. I think it depends. Your best events, no, because you're always going to be kind of like right within it. Um, but like uh, on my hundred fly, I came back faster than I ever had, and I had no idea. I didn't mm. even know I came back that fast until. Mm. Um, my coach was like, you just came back in a 29-2. And I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, no, Come I didn't. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I think, like, you might have some idea if you know how fast the people around you are. That's true. Cause, like, that is true. Like yeah, if I, like, somehow finish half a body length ahead of the person next to me, I'm like, oh, my God, I just popped off, unless they screwed up. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, <laughs> I agree with Bella that, like, we're always, at this point, like, we're probably not going to be dropping or adding that much. Mm -hmm. Um and also we're in sprint events so it's like a little bit more like difficult to just like go that fast because it's mm -hmm. only yeah it's so yeah. close within a couple tens i'm sure like someone swimming the 500 or a mile is more aware of like their yeah. pace and like mm -hmm. if they hit it or not um and yeah again like people around them are going to be much farther ahead or farther behind depending on how they yeah. did but yeah for mm -hmm. us it's just like that's why the first thing we do is look to the wall because we don't even know like mm -hmm. we we might have an idea that we went fast, but yeah, just no like idea a burst of energy. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I'm in the zone, and then yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Especially exactly. in like it's a fifty quick. or a hundred, you yeah. also like have no idea. Like mm -hmm. everyone yeah. at a championship meet, everyone's gonna be so close to each other. You don't even know like what place you got until you look right. at that board. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, because I was when I was at the meet against mm -hmm. LA, I was doing the PA first time mm -hmm. I'd ever done PA for swimming. Mm -hmm didn't really know how everything flows i missed announcing the first two events because i was like whoa and <laughs> yeah. then things started picking. i learned happens. i like figured out how to read the timing mm -hmm. you know machine and i was like okay i know what's coming up i know who won yeah and then it's just boom boom yeah. boom especially yeah. with the sprints so yeah that was yeah. just cool to dual meets to go see. fast yeah. mm -hmm. they go speedy yeah. Yeah. yeah on taper i would also say like sometimes i just straight up black out during a race like it just happens <laughs> yeah. and sometimes then, you have to yeah right. and then i i'm at the wall and i'm like oh what just happened <laughs> and then especially yeah. the 50 yeah exactly that's a mad dash and that's like, yeah that's <laughs> splash and dash so it just mm. kind of happens and then it's over <laughs> yeah. you know yeah yeah 
Um, well, speaking of that, all of this, I mean, what goes into someone specializing or choosing an event? Um, well, from a very, very young age, my coaches declared me a flyer. <laughs> and so that is what I've been my whole life. Mm, sure. um, but I don't know. I guess it's just what you're naturally better at. Um, and then obviously you kind of specialize from there. Like from a very young age, I was never going to be a backstroker. I have never been a backstroker. Um, which is a very unfortunate thing, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then you kind of specialize, at least for stroke events, you specialize between like a hundred or 200 or you can specialize in both or like distance swimmers will be 500,000 mile sprinters will be like yeah. 200, 150. Yeah. I mean, I feel like at, at a certain point in your career, you know, like if you are more like the power type of swimmer mm -hmm. or like more of a, what's it called? Like you maintain energy for longer so like that's where you separate mm -hmm. uh, separate between distance and sprint yeah. But yeah as bella said like sometimes like your coach when you're young just kind of puts you in a certain group <laughs> and then you just train that until you're good so yeah. some people don't yeah. even get to choose yeah. but i uh, i don't know i feel like when i was 11 or 12 i was good at everything and then i started kind of gearing more towards freestyle mm -hmm. um and then like in high school i started trying to bulk up more because i used to be skinny um and I feel like when you're bulky, maybe that's more sprint vibes. <laughs> yeah. While, yeah. I mean, that's not the case for everyone though, mm -hmm. but yeah, I started to, you know, lose energy faster, but I was able to have more power when I swim. So that was obviously gonna gear me towards sprint. Yeah, I mean, you just have like insane underwater. So I feel <laughs> like that's gonna be something for yeah. a flyer. Yeah, Trevor really pushed me into more of those. But what's yeah. nice about college as well compared to club is in club, um, you train everything like even if you're not good at it like they're not gonna have specialized practices as much yeah. but at coming to college like I train for fly and I train for free um, whereas like he trains all sprint events yeah um, and I do a lot of 200 pace work and then obviously in distance they train for the mile right. um, so we're not just training for every event for shits and gigs but right. Um, right. Yeah, yeah exactly like in my high school there were two kids that did like 500 practices and then everyone else did the same practice and occasionally mm -hmm. there was like stroke or whatever yeah. but here there's like three different groups mm -hmm. one of the groups is split into two mm -hmm. there's stroke days there's like all this like we yeah do like we know what we're doing yeah. every single practice yeah exactly so yeah it's that helps us specialize even more into like you know what we're good at um, we also, like, I know we do four lifts a week. You guys do three, I Yeah, think, we do but three. And then the yoga. Mm -hmm. And then distance mm -hmm. might do two or three, but also they spin. So it's, like, kind of divided up like that, too. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It just kind of depends on, you know, what you need for training mm -hmm. outside of the pool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, one of the next things that we had on here was just, like, about the mindset, but you began to, or rather, honestly, pretty much address that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do want to talk about atmosphere, though particularly with nationals mm -hmm. talk about like the atmosphere there NCAAs is so fun yeah. <laughs> um obviously at like a conference meet you're probably gonna end up swimming more just because there's less people yeah. um to make finals but NCAAs was so much fun I remember watching everybody swim um I, my roommate is Jessica Flynn, who obviously won yeah. nationals. No. Um, <laughs> she is my claim to fame, and I will <laughs> have that until the day I die. But that was probably one of the most exciting races I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, so she loves to leave it to the last 25 and the 100 back, <laughs> and she had us all stressed out to the max. Um, 
and it was the same i think it was the same girl from uas right uh yeah megan yeah something from emory yeah yeah Yeah. we're not the biggest fan of emory but it's fine (laughs) um but yeah so seeing like part two of that was really really special same with like caitlin yeah, for the two fly. Awesome. Yeah. Except Kaylin didn't leave it to the last twenty five. She just kind of No, she took yeah. off. No, I remember yeah. I watched both mm-hmm. I remember watching She those took races. off. That was, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, no, I had the same exact experience. I was I only swam two events there. Um so I was done after the second day, but Really? The best part, yeah, just oh, you medley. Just got to watch. That's so nice. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Watching is so much nicer, and honestly, <laughs> it, it, it's just exciting. Yeah. Honestly, like yeah, I sure. love when my teammates are doing well. I mean, not only Jess and Kevin winning, but there were so many other people yeah. that had great yeah. individual swims. The like, Mile Boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. facts. I was mm-hmm. counting for Thomas during mm-hmm. that, like. Um, so I was literally like very involved in that, <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, like. I think the environment at UAAs is honestly pretty similar in my opinion. Yeah. Like it, it was just as exciting, and for me it was just as exciting to watch everyone else race. Like uh, I honestly get pretty tired from uh, like being on my feet all the time, but like mm-hmm. I didn't care. I was on my yeah. feet the entire yeah. time, just yeah. like watching everyone do their thing. It was awesome. So yeah, it's that's the most fun part about swimming in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Watching like your friends compete, like. Knowing the hard work that they've put in yeah, and seeing yeah. them get something seeing out of it is really special. Sure. Also, so NCAAs is even better because that's like an extra month, month and a half of training. And yeah, it's such a much, mm. much smaller group of, um, of us. So I think in Midi, there were nine of us. Mm. Um, mid distance is the group I'm in. Yeah. Um, there were nine of us going, and there was one boy, Nathaniel. <laughs> and so he got to be very close with the eight of us girls. Yeah. <laughs> and then at NCAAs, we have three separate like vans that we drive in um to the pool and to the hotel and that's always super fun because we're like smushed in together <laughs> yeah and <true>. trevor <laughs> trevor drives the mid one and he did some illegal things on that van but we're not gonna speak about um he thinks he's still in new york even right. though he mm-hmm. is not yeah. um yeah he decided he was gonna turn right but he was gonna turn right from this third lane over yeah. and Classic. we were, we were mm-hmm. like trevor i don't i don't think you can do that as he's like Pushing his way at a forty-five. Like, yes, I can. <laughs> Hopefully, the Indianapolis police is not watching this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they're gonna come are. for Trevor Mule. Yeah, sure. yeah, I mean, your voice has got to be shot after the. Oh, year. I had no voice. No shot, right? Yeah, not yeah, for sure. After that two fly and those hundred and the hundred back final, Done's none. Mm. Yeah, absolutely mm. none. <laughs> oh, another funny moment that I think should be brought up is after uh, Jess won that hundred back, mm-hmm. Trevor like. What, he like grabbed Thomas's hair or something like that. Thomas was crying. <laughs> yeah. And I would like to bring that up. Trevor oh, was on the verge of crying. True. Um, Gabby, our other roommate, and I, we were like, we get roommate privileges when they were doing the like awards and we like snuck up there <laughs> <laughs> to get um, closer pictures of her. We were like, we're her roommates. It's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, that was yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Trevor at uh, NCAAs is a different Trevor. I remember seeing, like, <laughs> we had a we had a photographer uh-huh. to show you guys, and some of the pictures of him and the excitement. <laughs> All time. That's awesome. <gasps> yeah. 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 Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I, you, both of you sort of have just answered it and given us context, ba- context based on the conversation so far, but kind of the mentality of dual meets versus the big, you know, big tournaments mm-hmm. or competitions, however you want to call it. Um, how d- it's obviously very different, but like how th- how do you approach a dual meet? It seems kind of clear how you approach national. It's like you know, big event, month of training goes into that with a, a tight knit group um, and a crazy atmosphere. But then, on the flip side, dual meets. How are you going into that? Is that just like um, 
sort of a training opportunity yeah. or yeah yeah dual meets we don't ever rest for we're usually actually pretty tired for, um mm. for them so our times don't really matter and often we'll be like a couple seconds off our best time mm. um what matters is getting up and racing so our coaches don't care what our time is they care if we get our hand on the wall first and we get the points yeah. um so yeah i think it's nice to not have to worry about times for that and just to be able to get up and race with your teammates and then obviously for our mid-season meet in our conference and NCAAs, we will go through a period of what we call taper. So we start going down in yardage and we do like lighter lifts and stuff like that. So we're, our bodies aren't as tired going yep. into that um, big meet. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're currently approaching, mm-hmm. in fact. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, for sure, you said it best. But like honestly, for dual meets, I think uh, – there's also a couple different like varieties because sometimes we're in a dual meet against like Johns Hopkins who we really want to beat and other times we're in a dual meet against a team that we might beat a little bit easier and we like know it coming in so it's always like a race opportunity whether that be against like the team that you're facing or maybe against your own teammates Mm -hmm. because honestly there's a lot of us that are like pretty close in times together yeah so yeah it's just an opportunity to see like how how you can do like you know it's more like mental even because mm-hmm. yeah as Bella said we're really tired like at a lot of the dual meets and we just want to push ourselves to to do the best that we can do regardless of the time but mm-hmm. uh yeah at a championship meet on the other hand it's all about I mean we yeah we want to beat the people next to us but it's also about getting those best times mm-hmm. um getting those getting you know, the cuts yeah for yeah, yeah, yeah exactly um, I mean, I mean, I bring up the LAU meet just because mm-hmm. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. But like, they're they're a D one team. It's a D one program, of course. Um, obviously, hearing that, maybe you know, t- certain teams coming in are a little more tired, um, mm-hmm. not as rested or, or whatever. But you beat them really easily. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, the, obviously with with sports like swimming and track, it's times. Like, yeah. it's so clear. Yeah. It's not like with. Uh, sport like basketball it's like oh i can see the raw potential mm-hmm. it's like no this is your time and yeah it's yeah. how good you are yeah. And, yeah you know like it or not it's pretty direct yeah. so and obviously like you had an opportunity to go to a division one school so is the difference between levels in in college swimming like is there a big gap or was that meet just a just an anomaly or like i would say yes and no the big schools like sec big 10 all mm-hmm. those like the california schools right. Right. Yeah, they are crazy. For sure. Um, but then there's a lot of D1 schools that don't have funding, and they're, like, not mm. good at all. Mm. Um, whereas I'd say, like, I feel like UA, the UAA conference is yeah. pretty, pretty good. Yeah, overall. it is. It is. Um, so, like, NYU, we're one of the top D3 teams, yeah. and we're faster than, I'd say, most D1 schools. Don't come for me on that, if that's I incorrect. Know. I have but no idea. <laughs> if it's said um, on here, it's a fact. <laughs> come yeah, on, now. That's true. That's oh, true. Oh, it oh. is a fact. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, so I don't think the division that isn't – other than when it comes to, like, NCAAs, that obviously is a very stark difference. But I don't think it, it has as much sway mm. as it does, as say, in other sports. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, like, a lot of people on our team that could swim for a D1 program pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't even – I didn't even look into, like, how LIU is ranked. But I know that, like, we're probably kind of close to, like, Fordham maybe let's say or maybe even better than them like I always thought it would be a good you know competition to try to race against them but yeah there's like a lot of D1 teams that are um, also smaller than us you mm-hmm. know get less funding um, and they're just D1 
because they give out scholarships, I guess, but they're yeah. not actually like they they might have different access to equipment too. Like it's right. it just like depends. Mm -hmm. so yeah, there's yeah. so many factors. Yeah, sure. um, but yeah, definitely like SEC, Big Ten, ACCs. Those are a lot faster than us. Pac ten. Pac twelve. Pac twelve. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Uh, yeah, that those are like there's a pretty stark difference between us yeah. there, yeah. but. Then it kind of just like levels out between like a bunch of schools, mm -hmm. D two as well, D three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Fordham doesn't want that smoke. So. Yeah, <laughs> for real. That's the only reason we have been racing. Wow. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, we want to talk about just how close the team is. You mentioned the Florida trip and how that, in in, in its own way, it's just, is very much team bonding experience. But you know, what are some other elements that go into the team bonding, and really just how does everyone become so close mm -hmm. to what that they do? I think we've become so close just because we spend so much time together. Um, we've got eight practices a week. We're, the, we're I so mean, y'all have seen us in Palladium. We're yeah. never not there. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> so I think, you know, being there at 6.30 in the morning together, like no one really wants to be there, if we're being honest, right. but mm -hmm. you're all there together, so it makes it better. Yeah. Yeah. And then usually you find your best friends there. Yeah. Like, I definitely did, yeah. but... For sure, and then we go to like the dining halls after and just complain about oh. how much we hated practice. NY <laughs> NYU swimming owns their dining hall. Yeah, exactly. We they get so annoyed with us when we take over every single table. <laughs> yeah. They actually changed the tables from freshman year, I they think did. specifically, so we couldn't take up the entire length. <laughs> of yeah, because yeah. that's what used to happen. We and used to we, do. We had we used to have two chairs. of them. And then we would add yeah. chairs. Yeah. It would just be in the way, but we were yeah. like, we just we're, want we everyone to be the They table. can go around us. Yeah, fact. Um, yeah, uh, to echo what Bella said, like, we're, we're together so much. And I think, uh, like, the best part about swimming is, like, they welcome you in right away. So even mm -hmm. during welcome week, like, there was immediately a bunch of events that, like, the seniors organized for us. And every year we, like, try to organize them so, yeah. so that, like, the freshmen have the same kind of feel that we did. Unfortunately, that didn't happen during the, the one COVID year, but otherwise, I think we've been yeah. pretty good about it. And that's because you have, like, an immediate, like, kind of family to be with. Like, that's obviously going to make us just bond a lot, like, even before season mm -hmm. starts. And so then when season starts and we're always together, it's like we're already friends, and now we're actually going to become super yeah. close. And um, also, um, wait, were you here? You weren't here during the sophomore year, right? No, I wasn't. Okay. I think that uh that also kind of like made me a lot closer to some of the friends on the swim team that were still there mm -hmm. like during <laughs> sophomore yeah. year like, no, we're stuck here in an apartment together yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like we right. we kind of had to chill together um or like in small groups obviously because of covid mm -hmm. and that like yeah you know going through that unique struggle together too was really bonding mm -hmm. and yeah i guess it's just like having that common struggle in general yeah. is going to make us super close and i think coming to school in a place like New York City can be very jarring, especially as a, like an 18 year old who's never lived in this kind of situation before. And I yeah. think ha immediately having that group of like 60 people yeah. who are there to help you and there to like help you succeed yeah. makes it so much better. Mm. Yeah. It makes it like not as scary. Yeah, 
and and it's such a big team as you said 60 yeah. is probably like what it is right now but at some point it was like 100 <laughs> i swear it was way oh. too big yeah. i know <laughs> i know i'm putting like putting the headshots online i was like this is gonna take <laughs> yeah, me two and a half hours <laughs> <Yeah>. nice <laughs> exactly yeah we had like eight different groups <laughs> yeah i feel yeah. bad i know last year's was rough my fault yeah this year was better this year was nice no um yeah so you know having that many people there's going to be so many different personalities and you're bound to just like find a mm-hmm. matching personality that yeah. you know right. same right. interests yeah. like even outside yeah. of swimming so yeah you also yeah. know each other's pain like you're going through the mm. same practices exactly. you know mm. yeah you know how sore everyone is you know everybody died in that one practice right yeah and it seems too like um obviously the men's and the women's teams are technically separate but mm-hmm. it seems like it's one team until oh, you yeah, for get sure. yeah. into a race and mm-hmm. it's just broken up by that yeah um so that's just really cool to see like 60 per side roughly so mm-hmm. well yeah. over 100 people to yeah. just have kind of you know in your corner that's really cool no, mm-hmm. yeah like i know some d1 teams are separated separate. and they practice at different times oh, okay. i can't imagine that that's though. another thing that drew me to nyu smu is separate and i didn't really like that yeah yeah, yeah. and some like and they were completely separate some d1 uh schools only have a girls team too mm-hmm. which is also that one yeah. school at midseason. What was that? Oh, New They Hampshire. only had a women's team. It was in yeah. New Hampshire. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a lot better that we have. And, and like, all the girls are still going on, not all, but, you know, you guys are still going on the guys' intervals. So it's like, we're literally doing this. When same I see a guy going on an interval with, like, that a lot of girls are on, I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> go, go over to the fastest <laughs> interval, please. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> Last, I mean, you've sort of addressed it, but like balancing, you mentioned 6.30 a.m., these early morning practices, and mm-hmm. don't quote me on this, but I think swimming has the longest season out of Oh, it. for sure. Like, I, I believe yeah, we're it. Like, I'm pretty confident that Straight you through. have the longest season. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a serious grind. Every student athlete, especially living in New York, balances so much, mm-hmm. and at a school like this, yeah. right? But two-a-days, eight practices a week, you know, early yeah. in the morning, going yeah. for months and months and months and months, like how do you do it i guess <laughs> time management if you do not know how to manage your time you do not make it as a student athlete um especially with how much we're there i mean on our double days we're there 6 30 to 9 most of us will have practice at 9 30. if we're lucky we'll be able to go like get a nap in or something before we're back you mean four to six what did i say you said practice at 9 30. yes yeah, yeah. class at 9 30. <laughs> <laughs> um and then we're back again from Four to six thirty, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. We have four mornings a week. Oh uh, yeah, depending. Yeah. But yeah, usually. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. I mean, it takes some adjusting to, but it's also not like high school, which is nice because most I'd say most swimmers do doubles in high school as well. Yeah. But then you're doing like eight hours of class in high school, and then coming here, it's a little bit easier to manage, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Other people don't feel the same way, but. <laughs> No, yeah, I agree. It's it, it was easier for me to manage it here, to be mm-hmm. honest, because like you're not going to class and then staying there. Like you have some yeah. time off. Um, I mean, I would say the practices are definitely a little bit harder, at least for me, than here. high school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that that makes up for it, and like obviously we're gonna be a little bit more tired. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up, besides for the time management, is just like leaning into like you know hanging out with your team, because I think if you just like if you went through that long of a season and just like chilled by yourself the entire time, it's a lot harder than if you're uh, kind of like chilling with your teammates in between the Mm -hmm. practices or like at nights that 
yeah, that makes it a lot more fun. It makes me a lot more happy mm-hmm. rather than just like, you know, kind of swimming and doing nothing else. You know, yeah. you have to kind yeah. of like enjoy yourself in the city too or else it's kind of impossible. Yeah. yeah. Then what's the point of coming to school? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. All the aspects. Yeah. 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 You got to. Yeah, I know. For but there I are definitely times where, like, walking zombies. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Well, you yeah. look like the rest of, the New- of New York City. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. True, true. So you fit right in. Um, I wanted to ask about really just career aspirations. Um, you mentioned it a little bit before. Mm-hmm. And then same thing with you, uh, Dave, about, you know, just, like, what it is, what, like, career interests you have. But like upon graduation, like what are some aspirations, like some fields that you might be interested in? Again, just like to repeat it since we brought it up so much earlier on. And then who or what kind of inspired those? Um, so I was a math and computer science major. And my mom is actually a programmer. She has been ever since. Well, uh, my parents are from the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. but they moved here. And so ever since she's been here, she's been a, a like a programmer. Um, and I kind of, and my dad was an architect, and so they're both really smart with like math stuff, I guess. They started teaching me a lot of mathematical concepts at a young age, same with my grandma. And my mind always kind of just like worked like that, like it was geared towards it. So uh, they kind of inspired that in me. I think like it just kind of came natural because of them, I feel like. And um, in terms of career aspirations, I want to be. Uh, somewhere in the software engineering field or like data science uh, you know that just kind of naturally follows like I think those majors Um, maybe quantitative finance uh, potentially somewhere along the line but yeah we'll we'll just see where the road takes me you know something like that though so having been around like the whole numbers thing your whole life were you multiplying via lattice (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's a deep cut right there Uh, you know it's funny I have like a talent that sometimes like my friends just like tell me to multiply like a couple of big numbers in my head and then I do it yeah. and then they do it on the calculator and see if I can get it right 18 times 36 it's gonna he, I was gonna say you yeah. just say yourself oh, uh-oh. Uh, whenever we need like math done we just go to David <laughs> I'm taking too long with this I know this you can do it you're doing it in your head it's fine I know you yeah, can do yeah, it. yeah for real I did uh, choose the nine times 648 or something is that it? That's the clip. <laughs> That's the clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The, it took too I'm long. Me and would well, take me like five to ten. Four. Well, the thing is, like, god. I should just know eighteen squared and multiply it by two, but I, I mean, forgot. You should. <laughs> Come on. Um, I would like to follow that with I haven't taken a math class in four years. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of the opposite of me. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was the same. So way. dumb. Yeah. After David just described his career aspirations. <laughs> no. um, so no, I'm no. MCC and journalism. <laughs> Hey, shout culture out all the journalism majors out there. Yeah, sure. Um, That's what I did. Nope. See, shout out all the journalism majors. Yeah, out exactly. There. Um, we don't have to know that to be smart. Nah. Mm-hmm. Plenty <laughs> of opportunities. <laughs> but no, not but, like that. Not like that. <laughs> but it's impressive. Funnily enough, my grandma actually was a math major, <laughs> and I did have mm. to. I was good at math. I just hated Chose, it. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you. That's <laughs> fair. You're like sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I. Well, since you went into your background, I'm going to go into my background. Um, So my mom is a professional violinist by training, and my dad runs the Utah Symphony and Opera. So I grew up in a very arts-oriented family. Um, My sisters and I all have very, very different personalities, but I knew I always wanted to go into the arts in some way. 
and I always Project Runway was I don't know if you know what that is. Mm-hmm. That was my shit was when I was day. nine. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Um, I did not get the design gene, however. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would like make these little drawings, and then my dad would be like, "That's so good, Bella," and it would literally just be a replica of whatever I saw in that episode. <laughs> um, but I want to go into digital marketing and PR. Preferably for a luxury fashion company. I was lucky enough to intern with one for their six months last spring into the summer um, called Altazara. Shout out for that lovely unpaid internship. I loved it, but it was 40 hours like a week death unpaid. Against unpaid internships. Right, mm. Actually, in the negative, because I had to get school credit. Oh, of course, yeah. And of course, you know, with NYU, that's not cheap. Right. Um, yeah, so yeah. yeah. My motto for the summer was I love waking up in the negative. <laughs> but I wake up in the negative as a full time. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Just saying. <laughs> You're like, did you hear that, NYU? <laughs> yeah, exactly. For real. Um, but yeah, definitely something more creative, but like also analytic, not analytic, but like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, actually. Digital marketing and PR. There we go. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's super dope. Not very cool. Yeah, go ahead. Um, no, I was going to say that's, you, as you said earlier, obviously in the right place for mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of endless here. Um, and then, of course, what we do is, a sen- is like pseudo PR, sort of. Mm-hmm. Like there's a level of that yeah. to all the stuff that we do. Um, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly like Kai said was what I was going to say before, bro. What better place to do it? Yeah. Seriously, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. not going to get the opportunities like you are here mm-hmm. anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. Well, I know you considered like, well, not considered, but you were speaking about how like, hey, like New York has got it. LA's got it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Either of you been to LA at all? I uh, have once mm-hmm. this summer dropping off my little sister at college. Right, what'd you think of it? Where'd she go to school? She goes to, uh, LMU, Loyola uh, Marymount. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she is an acting major. Right. Wait, does she swim? Or no? She did, and then she quit. Okay, because uh, I know someone that swims. I know. My older sister and I did not quit. She quit. That's uh, what I'm saying. <laughs> um, no, she loves it. Um, but it was interesting. It's not the same as New York at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't spend that much time there to really get to know it, but. That's also a very, very interesting place. Yeah, no, seriously, yeah. I bring it up because, because Kai, you went what last uh, summer? Yeah, I've, I've been there like last a spring. handful of times, but last spring I was there most yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah, I went for the first time in my life this past September, so like not much longer mm-hmm. after you. Mm-hmm. And like downtown LA, when you hear the term downtown, you think it's this like glamorous place. No, it's f- up. It's <laughs> like, disgusting. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's rough. Yeah. But then again, worst like, like part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it is quite the opposite. Well, that's but, my thing. Oh, I was gonna say, but at least in New York, you can say you're in New York. Yeah, exactly. like downtown right. LA is that's the excuse. gross. No, it's yeah, horrible. It's well, because that's my thing about LA is like it's not a city. It's a bunch of towns yes. in a valley like that they together. call a city. That yeah. there's so many cool places in there, mm-hmm. and like a lot of great stuff going on. But like, come on, it's not yeah. a city. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So next training trip will be in LA. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Trevor yeah. would never take us <laughs> no there. Shot. No shot. No shot. You cursing under his breath for six hours instead of three. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Kai, do you have anything else? I'm good. This has been a lot of fun. This yeah. is fun. Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything for us? Uh, thanks for having us on. I guess. Yeah. yeah that's all I have. For sure. For okay. Sure. Cool. I mean, yo, um, y'all listen to Science Behind the Violets podcast episode number eight with Bella Broswick and David Basin from our men's and women's swimming teams. Keep it locked to NYU Athletics on social as well as go nyuathletics.com for all of the latest. Thank you.